Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we are unlocking the book Give and Take, a revolutionary approach to success. Everyone yearns for success. And most of us believe in the three traditional elements of success, hard work, talent, and luck. But sometimes, we find that even with all these three elements in place, it's still challenging to reach our goals. For example, you might pitch products until you are blue in the face but only see a modest increase in your sales figures. You might be brilliant in your work, but it seems like you can never put your talents to full use, just because your colleagues are jealous of you and find ways to put you down. You might finally come into some luck and get promoted to team leader, only to find that your team members are difficult to manage. Could it be that these three elements don't work? Or could it perhaps be that there is another crucial factor out there that we have ignored? Adam Grant suggests that there is indeed a fourth crucial ingredient to success, how we interact with others, and that includes how we deal with people in society. Why does our interaction style influence our success? Through his research, Grant discovered that modern society resembles a giant web, and each person is a junction point in that net. With the general trend towards sharing and collaboration, our work and lives are more closely interconnected than ever before. Because of that, how we deal with people determines whether or not we can thrive in this era. So how do we usually deal with people? In the workplace and life, we see three styles of interaction, givers who always consider others, takers who try their best to benefit from every situation, and finally, those who strive for mutual benefit by balancing or matching taking and giving. Intuitively, it seems that takers and matchers are more likely to be successful. But Professor Grant spent 10 years researching all kinds of organizations from Google to the US Air Force, and the results of his research were that givers are actually more likely to achieve long-term and lasting success. Whether in the workplace or on the battlefield, we can't help but wonder if we are always thinking of others, won't we end up being used as a mere stepping stone, being trampled and pushed to the bottom by other people? Meanwhile, if our help always comes with no strings attached, won't all the time and effort we spend in vain? Where does success come from anyway? In this book, Professor Grant gives detailed answers to these key questions. Next, let's analyze the giver's road to success. We will define that path in three parts. Part 1, what is a giver? Part 2, giver's secrets to success. Part 3, giving without sacrificing. We mentioned earlier that giving, taking, and matching are the three basic styles of social interaction. These interaction styles correspond to three types of people respectively, givers, takers, and matchers. With givers, perhaps figures such as Mother Teresa and Mahatma Gandhi come to your mind. But in fact, everybody can be a giver, and there is no need to undertake any magnificent or heroic feats. As long as you care about the interests of others and always put others first, you too can become a giver in your everyday life. This might include sharing connections, recommending others for job positions, guiding new colleagues, volunteering, and so on. The opposite of a giver is a taker. They invariably think of themselves first, and want to maximize their own benefits first in all things. To put it simply, if they are sharing a cake, they will always make sure they first get the biggest piece. Meantime, the people between givers and takers are matches. They believe in fair exchange and strive to never lose out in a situation. In real life, however, nobody solely adopts one interaction style. Instead, we switch between the three styles. 
For example, you might recommend a colleague to your social network, but at the same time ask to join his circle. In this situation, you are a matcher. When you contribute your thoughts to a group project without asking for anything in return, you are a giver. All in all, the interaction style we adopt in most situations determines our main interaction style. Givers put others first, and are always willing to help. Everyone hopes to meet a giver, but not everybody hopes to be a giver. After all, giving means contributing without asking for anything in return. Although we all hope to enjoy great popularity, at the end of the day, we are also afraid of being taken unfair advantage of. This fear is a reasonable one, as givers do indeed suffer losses. Many studies and surveys show that lots of givers encounter failure. And it would seem that because they selflessly share their experience, skills, knowledge, time, energy, and so on, they end up creating obstacles to their self-development. For example, an engineer might always be solving problems for co-workers and consequently never have enough time to complete his own projects. A medical student might spend a lot of time tutoring classmates, only to find there's not enough time to study for her exams. Salespeople might go easy on customers, meaning they end up not making a sale. This is a considerable risk that givers face, they might accidentally turn themselves into doormats or even stepping stones in others' success. So why does Grant still argue that givers are more likely to gain long-term success? Although most of those who meet with failure in many fields are givers, a lot of the time, those who stand at the pinnacle of success are givers too. For example, when the generous medical students are in their junior years, their habit of helping others may impair their grades. But when they reach their internships in their senior year, they are then the best prepared when they enter a work environment that depends on close cooperation. They are often better at caring for patients and cooperating with doctors and nurses alike, and as a result, they get superior evaluations. And it's fair to say that the most successful person in any team is often the one who generously contributes to co-workers' success. Why is this so? Well, the main reason is that we are truly living in an age of collaboration. Most jobs in pretty much every field require communication and cooperation. Givers care about the interests of others and put other people first. This quality of cooperation can accumulate over time, earning givers good reputations and good interpersonal relationships. And interpersonal relationships have a significant impact on everybody's performance and success in the workplace. Meanwhile, technology allows the rapid transmission of information, and a true giver's reputation can become widely known in a short period, considerably cutting down the payback period. So, rather than being exploited, givers are more likely to become champions. So that's our brief introduction to part one. People can be givers, takers, or matches based on their social interaction style. Givers are characterized by their tendency to put other people's rights and interests first, without asking anything in return. Because of their selfless contributions and sharing nature, many givers are used by others as mere rungs on the ladder to success. But on the other hand, givers often end up being as successful or even more successful, because their reputations and interpersonal relationships can earn them abundant returns from a long-term perspective. Grant reminds us that while giving has its risks, success has its secrets too. So let's move on to the second part, unlocking the secrets of a giver's success. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.